Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. And I'm Adele. Hey, Adele. Guess what? We got another little Tiny Tales tiny educational. Tales. Educational episode. We should call it shots. Little pinner shots? Shots <laughs> of knowledge. Shots of knowledge? Such sh- shots. Shots of knowledge. <laughs> shots of knowledge. Tiny Tales. All right. I'm in. You heard it first. We're changing the name. Shots, shots of knowledge. Shots of knowledge. Shots of knowledge. Sh- that's kind of, it's hard to say. Shauna and Adele's shots of knowledge. Sure, 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 sure. I'm in. Okay, let's sold. do it. I'm sold. S- I'm sold. Uh, so yeah, anyone who doesn't know what Tiny Tales on our show Talk Tales is, is basically we like to deep dive sometimes. We don't like taking ourselves too seriously, right? Nope. nope. But sometimes we like to nerd out just a little bit. Yeah, sometimes we like to nerd out just a little bit. Just enough. Just enough. To make us seem like we have credentials to be able to be <laughs> talking about anything we actually talk just about. Just enough so we can put it on a resume. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're not we're not just a bunch of jabronis around here. We we really do know like what we're talking about. We're more like jabrods. Yeah, we're jabrodies. Jabrodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but so I guess you all are wondering what we're gonna d- deep dive into. Maybe you read the title. It probably says already, but if you didn't read the title, we are deep diving into the world of bourbon 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 yeah baby so we're, we're gonna tackle this subject not by ourselves no no we would never we could never we why, could never why would we? we we aren't that good no we need to learn stuff for ourselves too yeah we never know enough never stop learning well we brought in an expert did we okay well i don't know about what the, he's drinking over there <laughs> I just put the pressure on high gear here, so we'll see what, the, what this gentleman has to offer here. And it is, uh, without further ado, I would love to introduce our amazing guest today from the new. We're talking about it. You hear it first. I don't know first, but for, we're doing it first on this podcast, probably first. But yeah, but we're we're really interested in talking about this. And we got uh, from Fistful of Bourbon, Terry Bollinger. Woo! Hi, ladies. Hey hey. hey, hey. Hey, I almost said new and improved, and I was like, that doesn't make any just sense. New, just new and new. That just new, new. The new, new. That new, new. <laughs> new, new bourbon. That's right. Hashtag new, new bourbon. Uh, so, yeah, Terry, thank you so much for uh, flying out here from New York. Yeah, I'm a little bummed I didn't get first class, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Delta uh, Comfort Plus is okay, so yeah. Well, shout out to Delta. Well, you can you can blame our podcast, <laughs> our our podcast accountant. All right, Joe, what the hell, man? Yeah, Joe. I got to, I got off the airport. I was like, "Where's my handler?" Like, what? Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's our other guy, our car guy, our driver. He probably I don't know. He's probably dicking around somewhere. <laughs> uh, whatever that guy's name. Very is. on brand. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad you made it without our driver and without our handler and everything. Yeah, you know, it was a hard uh, travel. Um, it was, you know, it's, it's, it was a rough trip, but um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm out of the 10 degree New York weather, so. Yeah, we're, we're screaming warm today. It's like 78 degrees today. Is it really? It was really hot. But I'm really sorry, listeners, if you're all still sitting in some uh, snow right now. But we're, we, yeah, we're like in shorts we're and like t-shirts. t-shirts. Sorry, nerds. <laughs> sorry, nerds. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna drink our. I'm out here drinking wheatgrass yeah. in L.A. <laughs> Next, but you know you, you could drink bourbon with wheatgrass here in L.A. in this you know 70 80 degree weather, but that doesn't stop this bourbon. You, even if it's cold, you just Neat, sip on that. Baby. Boom, It'll warm good. you up. 
Just put a little nozzle on it right out of the bottle. There you go. This is my first cocktail, obviously, with this product with wheatgrass. Can you please tell me in the audience what's in it? Oh, yeah. Mixtress oh, yeah. Adele. Let's get this oh. So done. we actually took a trip down the street to the health store down the street. Shout out, Lessons. <laughs> I wish you weren't so expensive, but okay. $10 veggie wraps. You <laughs> kidding me? Uh, $10 veggie, veggie, laps? Re- yeah, veggie wraps? Yeah, like a fucking tortilla with tuna in it. Okay, that's not veggie. There's vegetables in it, too. But like tuna. Too much, too much tuna? Dude, you no. know. Dude, you know that is just canned tuna. I know. Oh, Anyways. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, we're <laughs> this cocktail... Um, Shana had the idea of using, like, being inspired by the prairie in Kentucky. Dude. Which I don't know. American. Everything American. Prairie. So we're using some, we made a wheatgrass syrup. We used some barley water, a little bit of lemon, and uh, two full ounces of fistful of bourbon. And it's pretty tasty. It's pretty delicious. I think it complements our bourbon pretty well. For the wheatgrass syrup, did you just cut equal parts wheatgrass and sugar? No, we did two to one. So we had already made this simple syrup. And then we had, like, so two ounces, one ounce of wheatgrass. Because wheatgrass is pretty intense flavor so it cut it down a little bit but it, it works really well with this with the many notes of this bourbon it's a very uh, versatile bourbon so. and for the cocktail nerds the wheatgrass is pretty juicy it's so you're also diluting with water uh yep yeah so Delicious. yeah and then uh for the barley water we just got some barley flakes oats, yeah. oats barley yeah. oats and then just like threw it in some water and then blend took a it. hand blender and just blend the crap out of it. And Is that um, an L.A. thing? What? Wheatgrass and barley water? No, this is a Shauna no. thing. <laughs> this is specifically a Shauna thing. I'm still, the- I'm still eating McDonald's in Brooklyn, so I don't even know. <laughs> no, I, I've never actually had a wheatgrass in a cocktail before. This is the first one. In- I mean, with this bourbon, it, it pairs really well. I was actually, because we had planned for this cocktail before we actually tried the bourbon, and I was like, oh, I really hope this works out. And it did, and it's delicious. So I'm really happy about that. But yeah, the, the inspiration for this cocktail really came from the descriptors of the bourbon. And I'll tell you what, this fistful of bourbon is something else. <laughs> Man, am I thirsty. What's a girl gotta do to get a drink around here? Hey, bartender. Yep, yeah, what's it gonna be? I'll take a bourbon. I'll take it just like the foreign molten volcanic material on a rock. Coming right up. Here you go, nerd. What do you call this? You call this a bourbon? What is this? A whisper of bourbon? A sploosh? A pinch? A quaff? It tastes like the dust of an REO speed wagon. Get this out of my face and go get me a fistful of bourbon. Fistful of bourbon is a blend of five straight American bourbons, literally a fistful. Each at least two years that together delivers the best that bourbon has to offer. The whiskey has five distinct flavors, balanced and sweet, green, leafy and floral, soft spices and hints of nutmeg, buttery toffee and cinnamon and licorice. Fistful is the ideal spirit for any true American whiskey lover. Serve neat or in a cocktail. Not just a pinch to yourself to a fistful of bourbon. No real bartenders were actually verbally assaulted in this ad. Remember to be nice and tip your bartender. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That fistful of bourbon is good. And this cocktail is really good, Adele. Well done. And you know what? We we have a little we're sipping on it by ourselves too and I mean you know I like my shit neat yeah it's always Adele is neat you're it's neat. just it's just like the true you know what I mean you gotta uh, you gotta get you, to the the grassroots yeah of like, what you're drinking. wheatgrass is cool and everything but 
Straight. Can you make a t-shirt with that? I'm not allowed to curse on this station, but you can. Would you repeat that phrase? And if you put that on a t-shirt, I'll buy it. Wait, what phrase? Which one? I like my bleep neat. Oh, yeah. I like my shit neat. Mm. Always. Talk about it. I like it. Always. I like it. Um, so, not, so speaking of uh, this bourbon and drinking it neat, let's let's deep dive. Let's figure out what we're talking about. Uh, Terry, what makes this bourbon so unique? What's its story? So, amazing story. So, William Grant & Sons, our parent company, we've been blending scotch whiskey for over 130 years. Oh, so, wow. award-winning blenders, award-winning distillers, you know, products like Glenfiddich, Balvini, uh, absolutely amazing people out in Scotland. And um, they wanted to dip their foot into the uh, pool, which is American whiskey. So, instead of just, you know, going out and, and, and sourcing, you know, an American whiskey and renaming it, they wanted to play basically how you would blend scotch. So basically what they did was Brian Kinsman and Kelsey McKickney, our blenders, um, absolutely rock stars, started out with one barrel, which they picked from the char level. For you folks at home, a char level is when you age whiskey. It's how much you burn it inside the barrel, and that gains flavor and color to the, to the, uh, to the product. Um, so the char level, the maturation aged, um, and the mash bill. So they took that one sample... Loved the taste of it, and they started building on it, like building a uh, almost like a, a compound butter, like adding really depths of flavor. So they added another barrel with different char, different mash bill, which basically, you know, different corn, different rye, different ingredients, and then kept building and building it. And just so happens they got to the fifth barrel when they blended it, and they found their ultimate flavor profile. Marketing wizards later, fistful of bourbon. Ah. Yeah. So some absolutely amazing rock star distillers and blenders are behind this. Is that technique typical for like scotches and stuff? In blended is that, scotch, is that how like that kind of comes about? Is that where their like, their backgrounds come it from? It is, and I didn't know a lot about it. I knew a lot about American whiskey, being you know from Jersey. What up? Hey. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so when when I actually had a phone call with Kelsey a couple months ago, and I was like, you know, I know pretty much eighty percent of there is about blending um, or about making whiskey, making bourbon. We understand that. I know about making scotch. I'm like, but what is the difference between blending American whiskey versus scotch and it's how they actually created that flavor profile by building flavors on barrels on barrels on barrels. And it's just, it's almost a scientific method mm. um, with obviously a very strong palate behind it. Hey, yeah. I want to be that person. Right. <laughs> You'd be dead by Monday. I, I got a strong palate. <laughs> Look at Challenge that. accepted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so it's super excited. Like, I mean, we, we've been killing the uh, Scotch game for a long time and just making really notable products. And now we're very excited about this. this is our first, you know, bourbon. Um, our first bourbon. Congrats. Yeah, man. This is awesome. Yeah. This is exciting and delicious. It and is delicious. delicious. Yeah, exciting and delicious. And delicious. Um, okay, so for listeners that may not know uh, in this educational episode, can you break down what it means to classify a whiskey as a bourbon? No, I can't. No, I'm Son joking. of a bitch. <laughs> So, I mean, let's talk about misconceptions about American whiskey or, or bourbons, that it has to be made in Kentucky. That's not true. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm correct right now. It has to be made in the continental United States. Yeah. Okay. Um, aged for a minimum of two years. Um, has to be a minimum of 51% corn in, in the mix um, and new American oak barrels. That's like your main three things. And, and then, so, you, then you can go on from there by changing the amount of corn or rye and wheat in, in the flavor profile, how long you want to age it in the barrel. Um, how much char you put in the barrel, um, and it's just really a, it's it's a it's a game for um, um, for the for the for the distillers to really find out what they want to sell. I like that you debunked that um, misconception because a lot 
most people think that bourbon is like a regional thing that you can only make bourbon in certain states or areas, yeah. which is not true. No, and not I, at all. And, and, and I know and, Kentucky really wants to really own that one. Well, they got that high lime water, and yeah. that's why. I mean, it helps. Obviously, there is a terroir around it um, of that makes a better wh- whiskey. But you know, I say, you know, it's why bagels taste better in New York. It's the water. Pizza, so pizza, sushi, pizza. sushi here, sushi. I mean, pretty much everything really tastes better in New York. Right? <laughs> Not, Mex- not Mexican food, not yeah, burritos. I know. We, we got those. Listen, flour tortillas out here? Dude. Right, we got I felt that. like a rookie. I was in a store the other day. and You I, just started off war. Let's do this. Like in New York, I ordered a steakadilla. Oh, no. I had no. a few drinks, and I was like, I saw a little truck, and I was like, oh, food. And I, I know how to say quesadilla, right? right. I, I get it. And I was like... Can I have two steak adillas, please? <laughs> oh, no. And I go, the guy's like, two steak adillas coming up. Dude, have you ever had a caddy roll in New York? In New York, a caddy roll? Yeah, it's no. there's one cart uh, over in by um, Time Times Square. I I don't remember this. It's like a, a we number. don't go to Times Square. I know, but there's this cart and it's a Barani cart and it has these things called caddy rolls. It's one of the best things I've ever eaten in my life, especially at like. Two, three, four in the morning, because you could still be drinking that late. Right? Is it weird to not be able to drink in LA after two? I mean, says who? True. I mean, yeah, touche. 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 Fair. Fair enough. Well played, sir. Why Take have I been stop- I've no. just been stopping drinking at two every yeah, night. Right? What have I been doing? So have I, do. can- <laughs> I mean, literally, you can do whatever you want. It's just, you know, you might get- I'm like, nope. gonna be brave enough. No, you yeah. can't. No, I won't drink past two. No, I won't. It's God's plan. <laughs> okay, this bourbon. What is? What do you think is the best application for this bourbon? So we designed this bourbon, and, and when when I came up with the cocktail strategy after tasting it, um, cool second thought before I get ahead of myself is we did a test market in Texas last year just to see how it works and where are there to bring this brand new product to where bourbon is king in Texas. And we kind of gave bartenders carte blanche where we had a bunch of different samples of what we thought was our final product and. Almost let them taste it and let them figure out, hey, this is what we like. Mm-hmm. So we let the people, the, the industry um, folk, decide what they thought would be the best. And we worked off of that. So great thing about this, you can drink it straight, right out of the bottle, obviously in a glass. Drink responsibly. Um, but it is um, 90 proof, so it does hold up in a cocktail. That's 90 proof? 90 proof. Oh, smooth. Yeah. yeah. Smooth. Um, Super smooth. Lately, I've been doing um, a gold rush, obviously. You know, that kind of, yeah. that kind of spaghetti western cowboy feel, a gold rush. But with a little hint of coconut on the end. Oh, yeah. And that really delicious. works play because on the, the back end of this flavor profile, which I'm assuming we'll get into, is a little bit of anise, kind of licorice flavor. And just like people may not realize that champagne, caviar, and white chocolate go together, licorice and coconut is a bomb, bomb combination. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Oh. I love like chartreuse and like a, a, a freaking pina colada. Boom. Boom. Yeah. So or a good. little, um, what's that? Uh, uh, what's that? Pastis? I'm having a, a brain fart right now. Um, grasshopper. Oh, like a the minty. Yeah. Oh. You put some chartreuse elixir if you got a little bit extra money oh, in your pocket. Yeah. I got some here. Do you? Yeah. All right. You know what we're doing later? Commercial break. <laughs> I don't know what's on. I tried to do Je- Jeopardy, but I forgot how it went. Yeah, you did. <laughs> that, was, that was good. There you go. That's where it is. Yeah. I'll take the rapist for two. <laughs> who, who is the rapist for two? <laughs> That's too good. Oh, yes. Uh, All right. Would you consider a hot dog a sandwich, and would you drink this bourbon with that? 
so one thing about me is I'm a weird, weird, which is fine to be weird, um, but I'm also a very picky eater. Um, I went to Catholic school as a child by my parents' request, and it was a all-boys school, and they served hot dogs for lunch one day. I'm six years old, and I didn't want to eat my hot dog. And there you, this mess, this man, this is, you think you guys have a tough oh, man? No. I'm talking Jersey City, 1984. They would not let me leave the cafeteria until I finished my hot dog, and I refused to eat so it. So you hate hot dogs and now? They, I haven't had a hot dog in, I'm 38 years old. <laughs> and I wouldn't leave the cafeteria, and they made me, these are priests with like, you know, they didn't hit me with the canes, but, you know, shout out to Father Ed. Um, I had to eat the hot dog, and I got sick, and, I, and I'm pretty sure I cried. And like, I was like, this is... I mean, where is the diapers right now? This is child abuse. And I haven't had a hot dog since, man. And I didn't know I was going to open yeah. this all up. Thanks for uh, opening that dark, disgusting memory. I didn't know. I didn't know. No, I'm sad. So you would drink bourbon with it? I would need a couple bottles and maybe even just to sniff the hot dog. The hot dogs aren't happening. So would you consider uh, a sandwich? Yeah, man. Go ahead. A little slice of pepperoni with this bad boy. No. No, it holds up well, man. I mean, you. <laughs> uh, rule so of thumb funny. in the liquor world is high alcohol, stay away from spice. But this thing, I mean, even though it's 90 proof, it's super smooth. Um, so it will showcase, you know, and, and hold up almost like a nice, rich house cabernet eating a steak. Ooh. Slide ooh. right in. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I only knew it was a any proof because of looking at the bottle, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's yeah, so yeah, no, and so that's easy. actually um, part of the blending procedure mm -hmm. that they did. Um, I don't know how they do it, and it's above my pay grade, but they get rid of that burn by blending it in certain segments, and it's really magical. It's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Love it. Really, really, really awesome. Um, so let's talk more about hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> With, with, I'm trying to think about my first experience with a hot dog now. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go there. The uh, so obviously you have been in this world of bourbon bartending for a while, right? One hundred percent. Did you bartend? I did. I figured. <laughs> I figured. Uh, and then, so what, what, what's your humble beginnings there? So humble beginnings. I mean, if you want to hear a funny story. Um, where how far I came in this industry, not like, you know, tuning my own horn or anything, but just to let everyone know there is a chance for you because I didn't know anything. Um, my first real bartending job was in Hoboken, New Jersey. And Cake Boss. What'd you say? Cake Boss. Cake Boss. <laughs> Washington <laughs> Avenue. Um, I was on park at a place called Turtle Club. And it was my brother's uh, college roommate who owned the place. And this guy was a wino, really nice guy. Shout out Corey Jacket if you're hearing this right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Shout out. Um, so it's it's his first bar. He's owning it. And I was doing security in the city. I was a lot bigger at the time. For anyone who can't see me right now, I'm extremely muscular He's right huge. now. He's huge. He's so big. Fit through the door. His oh my arms God. are like elephant <laughs> trunks. <laughs> but, um, and they throw me in the bar. They don't teach anything. And I knew nothing, whether it's food-based or cocktail, spirit-based. I mean, I could talk to people, but other than that, I knew nothing. So it's day one. I'm in the back bar. And my brother's best friend comes to me and orders a drink. He goes, they used to call me homie, little homie, because my brother worked on Wall Street, and they said I was from the streets because <laughs> I like tattoos <laughs> and stuff. Anyway, he goes, hey, homie, let me get a uh, kettle and seven. Okay, right? Simple order? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To me. Not Two to me. So I'm like, okay. You're looking for seven I grab, I grab the bottle of kettle, grab a little highball, and I'm like, all right, what's seven? What's seven? What's seven? 
I look around, I see a bottle of Seagram 7. Yeah, uh-huh. I was going to say. Boom, free pour to the top, put a lime in it. <gasps> Knew I was doing something wrong, but also it's like, Wing maybe it. this is what adults drink. I had no idea, man. <laughs> maybe this is cool. And I kind of did that thing where I handed it to him. And he's in a group of like a circle with six other guys. And he grabs the drink and he's holding in his hand. And I just kind of back away and kind of like look over my shoulder, like fake washing glasses. Oh, no. And every time he's about to go for the sip, someone talks to him and he pulls it away. I'm like, oh, like, just tell me see how good it is. And then um, eventually he goes for the sip and spits it all over the place. And I just got a verbal beat down by six oh, grown men no. on how, what did I give them? And I go, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea. Yeah. And also the bar is like... You just poured out so much alcohol. Like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it, it was uh, it was embarrassing for my family name, but oh. um, <laughs> hey, man, bounce back. You gotta learn. What do you give me? I, listen, I learned by embarrassment, and I got thrown into it, and I, um, you know, learned from the ground up by studying my own way, which made me more knowledgeable in a way because I wasn't taught by anybody, so I learned my own style when referring to bartending. Right. Um, yeah. I feel like that's like that's how you that's how you really toughen up early on in your career. You just gotta trial by fire. Yeah, it was and crazy. You figure it out. Like, I'll tell you one more f- funny story, which is probably embarrassing, even worse. That's Friday night with the gin did the kettle and um, seven story. So Sunday, I'm behind the main bar, and Sundays they do brunch, and the bartender has to leave the bar and go to the tables. Right. Which is terrifying for me because now I'm like exposed. I can't hide. <laughs> I was also kind of um, a little uh, ADHD child, so when people told me, this is the menu today, I was like, yeah, whatever, dude, I got it. You know, it's food. Walk up to two ladies at a high top, they're like, excuse me, uh, what's the soup of the day? And I'm like, oh, okay, what did he say, chicken, chicken? I was like, oh, it's chicken tartare. <laughs> and, uh, and I said it very proudly, like, oh, would you like chicken? You're serving raw chicken? And she goes, that's interesting. How is that prepared? And I go, let me go ask the chef, <laughs> uh, which was obviously a lie. And I go to my brother's best friend, who now obviously hates me and is doubting the hiring process of the company. <laughs> he goes, I go, hey, Corey. He's like, what? And I go, what's the soup of the day? He goes, oh, it's chicken tortilla. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. And I guess whatever was written on my face, he goes, why? What did you say? And who did you say it to? Oh, my God. And I was like, I told the two ladies in the corner it's chicken tartare. He's like, do you know what that is? I was like, I don't know what anything is, man. <laughs> you guys didn't teach me anything. He's like, it's raw chicken. I was like, all right, noted. Now I know, like, boom, boom, boom. But, you know, four years later, I'm on, you know, making cocktails with Jacques Pepin, like, right. and I'm like, right. holy shit, man. You know, it's part of me. Um, yeah, you figured it out somehow. Yeah, it was, a, it was a rough start. That That's the way you do it, though. Like, you have to have those, like, weird, like, encounters and be able... And if you can bounce back from those weird encounters and be able to like, still present things and still get a 20% tip, if not more, yeah. then you know you can do this job. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big advocate of, you know, like, you can be the best bartender or any cook or any or person in the world or make the best drinks, the best food. Personality. And if you're not a cool, good person, I'm like, oh, you suck. But if you make an awful drink, but, you're, you know, hey, man... Give me another shot. You know what? Just give me a shot then. Yeah. You're like, you know what? That wasn't good, but I like you. So yeah, let's hang exactly. out. Yeah. I mean, anybody can mix drinks, truly. I mean, I know that might be offensive to some bartenders, but anybody can make drinks. Uh, but no, not, ev- not everybody oh, can be a bartender. That's 100%. a very different skill. I, I, I teach a cocktail class on Mondays. And I yesterday, uh, I was teaching these two younger people. And the boy was a bartender already. 
and he brought the girl to the class because he wants her to learn how to bartend. Dating? Like they were No, he or... he was like the manager, but like also young, like want need to learn some stuff too. Yeah. And he goes, What should I do? I I want to send her to another cocktail class to get or like to practice. And I'm like, dude, throw her behind the bar, man. Like throw her behind the bar. Trial That's by the fire. only way you will be able to learn. And if she could do it, even if she's faking it, if she could do it, then she'll be fine. You yeah. Know? I mean, there's definitely been plenty of times where I think in any in anybody who's ever experienced anything in the hospitality industry where you get even beyond weeded, where I'm just like, I want, I don't want to be here anymore. And I just want to crawl into the bar and close my eyes and wake up in the morning. And it's just like, it's a lot of pressure, man, especially when you're screwing people's orders up yep. <laughs> and you're ruining people's nights. Mibuesca, what do you need help with? And you're like, I'm so I weeded. I don't even know. That's <laughs> yeah. when you're like, okay, we're just going to put your head down and get through it. Yeah. But. Listen, man, just like any job or anything, and you, you, I mean, fail up, right? You know, fail, know what it feels like, and be like, okay, experience that, sucked. Now I can be better, now I can fix it. Um, yeah. The worst I, I couldn't imagine getting into any industry and being the best or any just great and then never failing. I think if you fail after a while, it might break you <laughs> if you haven't done it in the beginning. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to take those fa- failures. Like, what do you mean I didn't make the soccer team, Dad? Like, <laughs> You're on the team. You told me I was the best. What do you mean I have to eat this hot dog? <laughs> yeah. oh. oh no! Wow, wow. <laughs> um, all right. So I mean, you, you, you've been putting your time in. You, you've done your dues. Put my time sure. in, man. Yeah, man. I, I have really fun, um, fun upbringing. And this is I'm still in the industry after. I mean, maybe twelve years. Twelve years. Twelve yeah. in. Twelve in. Twelve in. I'm mean, probably eighteen, le- illegally. <laughs> <laughs> Those those days, those dark days. Yeah, I worked at some pretty sketchy places just because I used to hang out there so much. They were like, you're doing the door tonight. And I'm like, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, can I bartend? They're yeah. like, nope. So what what made you get out of behind the bar and go into the, the bourbon world? Great segue, 100%, man. Um, bartending for a long time. And just like any bar, not any bartender, but a lot of people in this industry get a chance to work for portfolios, do parties, um, get brought in for, you know, you know, uh, Balvini's Christmas party. And over the years, I became a very good advocate and friend of William Grant and Sons, our parent company. And we have some of the best ambassadors besides their jobs qualifications, just the best people. So I became very good friends with them over the years. And, you know, they were like, you need to come work with us. And I was like, no way, man. Like I'm a bartender and I get travel everywhere where I work for one brand. And then, I mean, that was just, that was a very like, juvenile thought process in my head like not thinking about joining a great company and you know making a career out of it and um there's a great spice drum called sailor jerry and so about two years ago april 7th um my buddy gravy shout out gravy on the rocks gravy, gravy no, on the rocks. i got, I got get, a cabbage friend you need to get a gravy on this podcast <laughs> let me tell you something make it we juicy need, yeah we need gravy on this yeah, podcast man. So Gravy was the East Coast ambassador for Sailor Jerry, and he went to the global position, so basically overseeing all the other countries. And right away, they were like, yo, um, my buddy Trevor Schneider, who's the ambassador for Reka, a lot of name drops right now. Um, <laughs> friends, friends, friends. Yeah. <laughs> but now, if anyone knows these people, they're amazing humans. And they were like, you got to take this job. And I was like, what? They're like, Sailor Jerry. And I was like, hey, man, I've been bartending in like fancy bars, wearing suits and ties. They're like, No. Like, go look up Sailor Jerry, and, like, it's a lifestyle brand, you know? You got some of the tattoos going. You know what, man? Uh, you know, I think 47 tattoos later. Um, And, yeah, and, and I joined the, <laughs> And, like, it's crazy, you know, 
I always say people who look at ambassadors in some roles, they always see the glamour side. They don't see the emails and the countless phone calls and the nights away from the your admin, family. Yeah. Um, luckily, I don't have a wife or kids, so <laughs> put me on the road. Um, and um, I, I went, applied, you know, did a little presentation, and you know, and next thing I know, like two days later, I figured I would be like doing a bar training and like, no, I'm on a plane to Amsterdam getting tattooed by Hanky Panky, like a living legend what? riding Harley Davidson's. And I'm like, what is going on? And all my friends were like, don't join a brand, man. Like you're not. And like a week later, they're like, are they hiring? Can I, can I get on? Like, no way, man. Yeah. So I, it, it's, I believed in the people. I became good friends with them. A very, you know, slim opportunity opened up and I went for it. And um, yeah, man, that's been about two years now. That's incredible. That's yeah. amazing. Th- that's family now. Family, man. Fam. Yep. That's amazing. For real. Um, I, I, I just asked, I mean, I'm asking because a lot of people wonder from barten- bartending what the next, you know, thing is. You know, a lot yeah. of people go into brand work. So it's cool that you're working with Fistful of Bourbon to do that, make yeah. that thing happen. And uh, I do want to mention uh, that this thing's being <laughs> nationally launched. This is a very big deal for the company. We are extremely proud of it. And yeah, we're launching nationally um, March 1st. March 1st. Boom. Um, yeah, so that's that's a big deal. And you guys like only had it released in Texas? Yeah, we, like I said, we did a, a test market. Uh-huh. So, um, which I think is a really cool and smart thing if you are if you have the means to do it, you know, in, in any portfolio is test it out there. See what people like. See what people think. And, it's, and especially they launched in a place, like I said, where there's so much whiskey over there. It's almost water. It's a diluted market. And let's see if, what kind of feedback we got. Um, we did win a double gold. Ooh. Duble. 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 How do you say gold yeah. in Spanish? Oro. Duble oro? There you go. <laughs> double Oreos. Sounded really good. Yeah. Y'all close, dude. close enough. Y'all did. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, man. Oreos. <laughs> we won um, so something called the ISC, which is the um, International Spirits Challenge. Or competition, sorry. I'm going to get yelled at for that one. Um, you can redo it. I can edit it. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll make it worse. Okay. No, that's Deal. <laughs> so the ISC. Um, yeah, so it's basically, you know, it's, it's a uh, competition where they take... Um, Taste makers around the country, and they taste spirits, and they vote them trashed gold. Wow! And we got double gold. So double gold means not only did we get a gold medal for our final decision, is we got a gold medal for every single judge. Oh! So we're extremely proud of that. Dang! Extremely proud of that. And we're screaming it. Um. Yeah, we're screaming it. So top of the mountains. Yeah, brought it to Texas, did a test market for about four months, um, and just got great response, and that kind of let us know what worked, what didn't work. Um, everything worked. We didn't change a thing. No kidding. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. yeah, we changed a little bit. I'm like, well, <laughs> sounds like a process. It's a very big process. Um, Let's talk about the name. Fistful of bourbon. Yeah. What do you think it means? Well. <laughs> keep it clean. Keep it clean. This is a family show. <laughs> I don't see any kids in here. Oh, that's true. I do love the bottle. I right? love that like, hand no, it, with it. It's the, pretty cool The bottle, bottle is bartender friendly. I love that. 100%. Yeah. Um, Fistful of bourbon. I think it means that it's be that things are being grabbed by the handful to create what's in the bottle. That's kind of like Boom. what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, I think everything's up for interpretation. Whatever makes you feel good. Um, you're 100 wrong. On, <laughs> I'm joking. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, damn it! Approved. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, as a bartender for a long time, and, and loving and hating bottles, and you know, and always being having bar, bartenders are. Pretty judgy people. Oh it's my like, god, aren't they? I mean, listen, you oh, know, we're um, the worst. What's your syrup spec? Um, 
I'm joking. But um, yeah, it's just, I think every good bottle tells a story. So any good bottle, proper bottle, should be able to grab the bottle, see what's the proof, what's the name, a little story behind it, maybe flavor profile. Um, and this kind of says it all. Um, Fistful of Bourbon um, was kind of, um, the way it was conceived was obviously Kelsey and Brian wanted to do an American whiskey, so they did a blend. They weren't going for five barrels, 10 barrels, two barrels. They just kept tasting and tasting and blending, and they actually found their proper uh, flavor profile on the fifth barrel. So that was it. They had no name. We had no name. We didn't know the vibe. We didn't know the lens, the brand lens of it. Um, and we have an amazing marketing team at a, called QCM out of Philadelphia. Um, folks that helped us with Sailor Jerry, um, just amazing people. Hendrix, these guys created Hendrix, that whole brand lens. So hmm. super pro. Yeah. And, you know, they came up, this is before my time, fistful. So five fingers. fingers five I only fingers. have four fingers in my hand. But <laughs> the the normal person. The hot dog accident. Since the accident. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. His mom's um, <laughs> a hot dog. Listen, there's a listen, there's a game that I've been listening to and playing called Answer the Internet and it's kind of a would you rather. Okay. I like Prime that example, kind of stuff. the Clippy Clean, right? Yeah. We'll get back to this one in a second. <laughs> there's a few ones we can do. It's like, so would you rather every time you hear someone mention McDonald's, you'd throw up or you had to wear a fedora every day of your life and if someone asks you why are you wearing the fedora? You have to say, I just really like the way it looks. Nope, I really throw up <laughs> really? every single time somebody So, what if you're McDonald's. ordering McDonald's and the guy's like, Welcome to McDonald's? <laughs> I would rather do that over wearing a fedora. Wait, every time you go to then you can. And no, anytime you hear the name McDonald's. Oh, anytime you hear McDonald's. You throw up on the spot. I'll do mm. it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. I think I'm going fedora. Yeah. You go, but you got to be like, Hey, man, so what's up with the fedora? Well, I, uh, I just think it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. That makes oh, me want to throw up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so that's even beneficial to me. Yeah. Everyone around me is just going to be throwing up all the time. And I'll be like, ah, ha, 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 ha. But it's funny games like that. It's like, would you rather have feet twice as long or hands twice as long? Would you rather have a hot dog thumb or would you rather have... <laughs> I'd rather chop my head off and throw it in the trash. <laughs> Back to Fistful of Bourbon. But yeah, so blend of five... American whiskeys. <laughs> Five is a fistful. Fistful of bourbon. Some Boom. Sh- some flashing your hot dog thumb. <laughs> I have corn dog feet. <laughs> oh, man. It's good, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Oh, <clears throat> how do you segue out of that yeah, one? Uh, I got one. <laughs> oh, man. I would drink this with corn dogs. <laughs> yeah, sure. actually. Let me give you one more. Would you rather? All right, I like I like. Would you rather? Yeah, I, there's a lot of just there's a lot of nasty ones out there. So let me get a nice clean one. Family friendly, please. Oh, I'm 100. <laughs> I mean, like something like, would you rather have no knees or no elbows? Oh, think about it. No knees. How are you gonna, are you gonna drink your fistful of bourbon with That's, no elbows? That, okay, I I've I can make super long straws. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going no no elbows. All right, you when you go to the bathroom. Oh crap! Nope, and you, and you can't afford a bidet. <laughs> it's all, so man, it's all manual so, work. So no arms means you're poor and you can't get a bidet. No, just, listen, man. This is my this is my game. Okay, I'm okay. making the rules. No, but I get to ask questions. Okay, go. Are you poor? If you you're extremely poor. <laughs> 
It's really boring. <laughs> no bidet. No bidet. Okay. <laughs> uh, so that's your journey, though. Do you, can can you do you have a a very loving one that will wipe? <laughs> Or the planet hates you. You just got out of a relationship because of your lack of elbows. <laughs> oh, so you're on your own. <laughs> okay, no knees. 100%. No knees. Yeah, you're right. I couldn't shake a cocktail Take with the elevator. elbows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. What if you could shake with your knees? I'm shaking with my knees. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> visualize, everyone. Visualize. We're doing it right Oof. now. But you visualize. It's great for the Try abs. Try for yourself. They give a great abs. Yeah. So I. All right. So I got sweet straight arms, and you guys got <laughs> ripped abs. Sweet straight abs. arms. <laughs> Napoleon. All right. That was a good game. Now it's our turn. Game time. Talk till Sal. You ready? I am ready. All right. This one we're playing. It's called Rapid Guest Questions. Sweating a little bit actually. Basically, <laughs> we're gonna ask you a question, and then you have to answer it. Fast. You do it fast. Oh, oh, oh really? Okay. It's going to be like, boom, boom, right. boom. This is going to be bad. Okay, ready? You ready? <sighs> bum, bum, bum. Wait, what's that Jeopardy song? There you go. Yeah, okay. Here we go. What time do you wake up? <laughs> Cracking noon. <laughs> <laughs> I, it depends, man. I think I woke up at 9.30 yesterday. Well, you're PM. on. You're on. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you're on East Coast or West Coast time. Uh, if you were a cocktail, what cocktail would you be? Oh, Boulevardier. If you're a pot of, if a, if, I'd be a pina colada. Who am I going? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right, pina colada. If a pot of gold does not exist at the end of a rainbow, what is at the end of a rainbow? Bottle of fistful of bourbon. Ayo. Yeah. When you stir a spirit forward cocktail, what do you think about? Dinner. Do you see me in your nightmares? <laughs> Demons take me home. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking of a mythological creature. What creature am I thinking about? A unicorn? No. Mm -hmm. A man walks into a bar and go, Can I have a glass of fistful of bourbon, please? <laughs> or he walks in and he goes, Hi, me again. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Sorry. With, with that laugh. <laughs> me again. <laughs> You just created a new cocktail. Now make up a name for it. Go. Oh, man. New cocktail. Fistful of Terry. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Fistful of Terry and a hot dog thumb. <laughs> <laughs> if you could drink only one cocktail for the rest of your life, what cocktail would it be? Ooh, pina colada. <laughs> if to survive the apocalypse, you had to keep half of your body human, but fuse half of your body as a different animal to survive what animal and what half oh man definitely like um like a rhino what half <laughs> i want a rhino ass <laughs> rhino butt yeah, yeah dude keep human terry just, terry top rhino butt <laughs> just and i don't want it to like mold into the top of me i just and want to like, be a cut off, a cut off. you want to you want to get rid of the entire purpose of the rhino yeah, which is the horn i don't need the horn no I just want that rhino ass. If a martini could talk, what would it say? If a martini what? Could talk, what would it say? Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Fucking whatever. <laughs> I'm not a martini drinker. <laughs> if a martini could talk, it would be like, I wish I was a pina colada. There you go. <laughs> I guess just told you a really bad joke. What's your laugh? <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Can you make something good? What do you like to make? Do you have Red Bull? All one question. 
with Red Bull? No. Can you make something good? What do you like to make? Do you have Red Bull? Get out of my bar. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, dude, Red Bull vodka's all day. I used to drink that in Key West. That's terrible. I know. It was, it was <laughs> a dark time. <laughs> and finally. It was a, a dark time last week for me. And, and a, the final question, is a hot dog a sandwich? A hot dog is straight from the devil. I have no idea. That's just, just not even, should never be invented. The hot dog should never be invented. If I could donate, I'd cut my pinky toe off for people not to ever have hot dogs again. How's that sound? That's serious. If hot dogs, like the Thanos snap of the finger, you know, whatever. Erase. That's it. No pinky. Hot dogs out. <laughs> no pinky for Terry. No, pinky. no hot dogs for the world. I don't barely even have a pinky toe anyway. <laughs> so it's just like a little nail. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> gross. That grossed me out so bad. so gross. Oh, man. I hate feet. I do too. My mother used to Especially make me rub the pinky feet. toe. The pinky toe's the grossest <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> this has been a We're very getting... solid therapy session for you. Oh, I'm into it. I'm here for it. We've gotten deep. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Just the show. Deep into the Terry psych- psyche. Deep into the Terry onion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You did those questions really well. Yeah. Good job. I, I want. I, I want a few. Um, I'd like to, you know, visit, revisit some of them. Would you? Oh, absolutely. If you could do this whole interview again, would you? I would love to do it again, but we could talk about something else. What if we had to change Sans. every single thing about this interview? Would you? No, this is a great interview. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was actually I was doing this cocktail competition years ago and it was um it was the global finals. Hey yo. Um and we were in Mexico. And part of the finals was after you do your cocktail, blah, 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 they put you in little media class where it's part of your final score is you do a media interview with some media lady. And they ask you a bunch of questions, you know, it's whatever. And they're like, if you could be one other person, if you could snap your fingers and be someone else, would you? I don't know what I said, but I was like, absolutely not, man. Like, I don't want to be anybody else. Maybe someone else's money, but I'm joking. You know what? Cancel this shitty question. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, it was a really good question. I fucking nailed it. And then, and then I blew it. Then we... Delivery was all wrong, but I mean, I had it. No, we got the concept was there. The no, concept was there. I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like, I understand oh, man. what you're saying. No, fuck that. I was like, wouldn't be sitting shit. here in Mexico oh. answering your awful questions. Own your shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. Own it. You're like, no, do you? What's up, bro? <laughs> Come at Come me, bro. At me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? She's like, I'm just asking questions. <laughs> just trying to do my job, sir. Oh, I'm just really scared right now. <laughs> Get mad. Um, okay. Getting to the end of this thing, I think a good uh-huh. thing for people to know is since this thing is really launching the entire country in March 2020, if you listen to this after March 2020, you should have already had it. Yep. So you guys should just suck it. and uh, From the back. No. <laughs> suck, suck this information, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, you've already had this amazing whiskey. So anyways, uh, but for those who haven't, where you get it? Where are they going to get it? I mean, hopefully at your favorite local bar. Um, other than that, I mean, since we're launching nationwide, anything online, Total Wine, Bevmo, pretty much everywhere, man. And if uh, if they want to try it out, they can contact on the website. Hundred percent, right? I mean, honestly, we laughed about Fistful of Terry, but that is my Instagram name. So hit me on that DM tip, uh, Fistful of Terry, one L, two R's, and um, I'll let you know where where we got it. Awesome. And then uh, website. Fistful of bourbon.com. 
Nice. Yeah, you guys heard it first. Launch in March. Uh, this episode, we're really, you know, we're stoked to be announcing all this stuff. Thank you so much, Terry. Thank you. Thank Fist you. Full of bourbon for like hitting us up. Talk our little talk tales podcast about talking about this stuff. This is exciting. Get us we, some delicious bourbon to yeah, drink. Yeah, I feel super honored to be able to try it before it's Same. even out there on the whole market. So I'm, I'm like super stoked and uh, I, I feel good about this whole thing. And I love the product. I'm gonna. We made an amazing cocktail with it. I think you guys got to make an amazing cocktail with it too. And you know, if if you aren't feeling inspired to making a cocktail at night, throw it on some ice. Drink it neat. You could do any of it. It's it's really really good for all around bourbon. So make it happen. Get out there. Give it a try. Yeah, I mean, launching. You won't regret it. Yeah, you will not regret it. I think you said Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread and hot dogs. Hey, oh <laughs> man. Oh no. Got if it. we if we learned anything, is that Terry has a hot dog thumb. <laughs> I don't even know what a hot dog thumb is. I know I don't want it. <laughs> I don't know how that came about. We're gonna have to listen back to this episode. Yeah. You're reading your paper. So it says here you have hot dog thumbs. <laughs> Let's, do you want to get into that? I'd rather not. Um all right. This has been freaking awesome. Terry, you are a gem. You are amazing. I'm really, really stoked I got to meet you. And you're Call ha- me a ham. Oh, you're yeah. You're such are a ham. ham. Oh, come on, guys. No. <laughs> call me a ham. <laughs> hey, call me a ham. <laughs> Terry, you're a ham. Oh, really? Oh, who told you that? <laughs> uh, and yeah, you're a ham and we love hams. Hamming it up with Terry. Yeah, hamming it up. Ham bone ha- Terry. Ham on ham time. Ham. Ham boning. Bone and ham life. <laughs> Hashtag ham life. Uh, so thank you so much, Terry, for coming on. Thank you for Fistful of Bourbon for uh, you know being a part of this episode. We really appreciate it. We lo- we love the product. So uh, and then also if you like our show, do us a solid. Go on our website, talktalesthepodcast.com. And if you want to do a solid, go on our patreon.com backslash talktails the podcast. You can always contribute there to keep our lights on. We always appreciate that. And you know what? All we need really is a like and a review. So go ahead, go on your favorite podcast app, give us a review, and send us a like. <laughs> this is the only podcast that matters. It's yes. true. You heard them. It's em. true. And uh, all of us here at Talktales, uh, we're all way over 21. So we're drinking legally, but are we also doing it responsibly? Please don't drink and drive. It's not cool. It sucks. Don't do it. Right share. Spend sleep on the sidewalk. Whatever. Just don't drink and drive. Please. Be safe. And don't be a jabroni. Don't be a jabroni. Don't or jabroni. be a jabroni. <laughs> oh man. And thank you to our good friend Josh for composing our theme song and my brother-in-law Grayson for uh, making our amazing logo. Thank you, Adele, for being the magical gem you are, making this awesome cocktail. Uh, we forget anything? Um, I got one last thing. Okay. <laughs> cocktail. 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 cocktail.